Today on the show, we're going to talk about how to make proper decisions and how this relates to self-awareness and emotional awareness. And we'll also get into a discussion about the importance of emotions. So visit thestoryofmepodcast.com to submit your questions for the show. Also follow the link to the Facebook group so you can continue the conversation after the podcast. And please subscribe and share the podcast with a friend. Thank you. Now let's get to it. Beautiful am I Bountiful am I Blissful am I Why? Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where I share stories from my unconventional life and relate the psychological insights that I learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your awareness of your own self-limiting patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Hello, thank you for joining me today. My name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host. And today I would like to talk about the proper way to make decisions. Many people struggle with decision-making, whether it's they overthink and spend so much time analyzing and analyzing that they have difficulty arriving at a decision, or there's a lot of self-doubt in their decision-making, or they don't really feel connected to the decisions that they do make. And so I will go through the process of really learning how to make good decisions, how to think about making these decisions, and the importance of the relationship between these decisions and the connection between the mind and the emotions. And this is very important because people tend to dwell or to put more weight in either the mind or the emotions, and they don't really understand how they're supposed to work together. And the way they work together is is to create the space for understanding and self-awareness. And so when you're having difficulty making decisions, what it's really saying is that you're not truly connected with yourself in the proper way. And so when I talk about making proper decisions, what I'm talking about is having the proper relationship with yourself, being able to communicate with yourself so that you can connect to whatever decision that you have to make. And once you're able to do this, you realize that it's not really about making decisions, it's about connecting to the self. And once you learn how to do this, you'll never have to really make another decision because you'll feel or you'll understand what it is that you need to do or which direction or which 
way that you need to go. The beginning point for making these decisions is to understand the relationship between the mind and the emotions. Some people tend to focus on the mind and other people focus more on the emotions. Before we can get into this relationship, let's try to understand how to connect to the emotions and the importance of it and how they will help you in becoming aware of your habit patterns. Because again, when we talk about making proper decisions, what we're talking about is having this authentic relationship with yourself where you're able to observe and become aware of these habit patterns that are interfering in your self-expression. And these decisions are a form of your self-expression because you're expressing which way you want to go in life, what you want to do, and how you want to manifest this internal experience into your life. The emotions are very important. People often try to disregard them because they don't understand that they are the biggest component to self-awareness. In fact, this is the purpose of emotion is to learn how to understand your habit patterns. And so this is how making decisions is tied to the emotions in the mind and then at a deeper level, the self-awareness of your habit patterns. When we talk about the emotions, we have to understand how they work internally. We can look at how we experience emotion to understand how it's being effective or ineffective in your decision-making or in your life. Remember when you were a child and you would laugh. You laughed from the heart. Your whole body just vibrated and, and you just couldn't stop. It was this uncontrollable laughter. Now when you laugh, how is it? Is it the same as it was when you were a child? Probably not for most people. Not consistently. Maybe occasionally you, you have this experience. But consistently we don't laugh like we did when we were a child. Why is that? It's because we have different experiences. And these experiences make us feel things that we don't like. And we try to repress these feelings or we try to resist the experience that creates these feelings. We attempt to suppress and distance ourselves from them. And the distance from one emotion is in direct proportion to the distance of other emotions. If you're trying to create this distance or suppressing a particular emotion, well, there is really no distinction. It creates this distance with all the emotions. Just like if you take some medication to reduce the depression you're experiencing. Well, that same pill also lessens the happiness that you experience as well. And this is why as we go through life, we don't really laugh like we did as a child because we're not so open, we're not so vulnerable. Maybe there's some times in your life where you are open and vulnerable and then you can laugh like this. So we need to learn how to reduce this distance 
between the emotions in order to learn how to really connect to them. Because when we create this distance also, what we're doing is we're putting up these emotional barriers. And these emotional barriers are the result of judgment. We're saying, I don't like this experience. I don't like the way I feel when I have this experience. And we resist it. We, we have this aversion to it. And this is an attachment. Desire and aversion are both attachments. And when we have this judgment, this judgment means that we're never going to fully understand the experience. It's very difficult to understand something that you judge. Understanding only comes through acceptance. So the first thing that you need to do to understand these emotions is to accept them. There is nothing wrong with feeling these emotions, whether it's sadness or anger or whatever it is. There's nothing wrong with experiencing it because we want to let go of this judgment so we can understand this because this is going to have a big impact in our decision-making. There is a distinction that we need to understand, and the distinction is experiencing emotion and reacting to the emotion. There's nothing wrong with experiencing it, but the reaction is the issue that we need to address when it comes to making decisions. The importance of emotions are in self-awareness. They are there to help us understand ourselves. We have to learn to take away the judgment of these emotions. There's nothing wrong with them. And they're very important for self-awareness. So the first step in emotional awareness is being present with the emotions. You need to feel the emotion and experience it. If you feel angry, allow yourself to feel it. Take note of what is happening physically to you, mentally. Uh, feel the heartbeat faster, your body temperature change, your breath increase. Don't think about it. Just feel it. You need to learn to feel emotions instead of thinking about them. And this is the first step to connecting to how you feel and to become emotionally aware. Because when we start to resist how we feel, what we're doing is we're taking away aspects of our, our self-expression. And you can think of emotions as colors to paint your picture of life. And when there are emotions that you have shame for or that you're judging strongly, what you're doing is you're reducing the colors you have to paint your picture in life. Also, these emotions are the key to self-awareness. We need to draw this distinction between experiencing the emotion and reacting to the emotion. Because what happens when you react to the emotion is you do something or you say something that you regret 
right? You get into an argument with someone and you explode and you say something mean or hurtful to that person. Then 10 minutes later, five minutes later, a week later, a year later, two years later, you regret what you did or you said. And this is self-awareness after the fact. This is why it's important to experience the emotion without reacting to it because in order to have the space for self-awareness, you have to be still. Experience the emotion without repressing it and just observe. Observe the emotion. Now, how does this relate to making decisions? Because we're often told, oh, you need to be analytical and logical in your decision-making, and, and many people do this. They try to exclude the emotions when they make decisions, and they try to be intellectual. And these are people who, at times, tend to overthink. They overanalyze. They have difficulty coming to a conclusion because there's something missing. They keep thinking about the decision, but have difficulty drawing the conclusion. Unless you're doing mathematics, just using the mind to make decisions is not the way to do it. And the reason that people who rely just on the mind to make decisions have difficulty and they tend to overthink is because they don't feel connected to any conclusions that they make because they're just mental exercises. They're missing the emotional component. In fact, often people say they don't want to be emotionally driven, and so they try to exclude the emotions. And the exclusion of the emotions makes them more impactful than using them because trying to create this aversion to how you feel is causing more problems and it is affecting you just as much, sometimes even more, than using the emotions to make the decision to being impulsive. But whether you're using them or not, the emotions are affecting you. If you don't use them, they're still affecting you when you make this decision, because now the decision is difficult to make because it's just a mental exercise and there's no satisfying conclusion. This is why when you do this, you create a lot of self-doubt. Am I making the right decision? Is this the right thing that I should be doing? Then there are people who are the opposite. Instead of being mentally focused on their decision, what they do is they're emotionally driven. So they're just reacting emotionally. And they become very impulsive and they make bad decisions, whether it's the decisions you make in life and relationships or professionally or socially, but they become they become impulsive. And they are just reacting to the emotions without thinking about them, without using the mind. And this is wrong as well. So... What's important then is to learn how the emotions and the mind actually work together to make decisions. Because if you can do this with both of them, 
you will come to a complete decision that you feel connected to. You will be able to understand the habit patterns, and you'll create the space for awareness of what the truth is within. So how do you do this? What is the proper way to make these decisions? And the, and the proper way is with the clarity of the mind and the awareness of the emotions and the love of the heart. This is the proper way to make a decision. So when you have some type of decision to make, the first thing to do is to experience how you feel about it. How this decision is making you feel without judgment. This step is the same with all ways of looking at self-awareness is when you experience emotion, what is this feeling? You don't have to put a name to the emotion. You don't have to put a name to what's happening inside of you, but just experience it. Be present with it. And after you're present with this emotion, then start to understand how to connect the mind to this feeling without overanalyzing this feeling. And the first thing you do is to think about what is this emotion causing you to want to do or not do? So what I'm saying is what is the impulse that this emotion is causing? And often we feel something and then the impulse is to do something or, or to not do something, right? To say something or to withdraw or whatever it may be. The impulse is to do something or not do something. And you can look at this not just in making decisions, but in everything in your life. When you feel something, what is it causing you to want to do or not do? And you have to try to do this before you react. You feel something and you say, okay, what is this experience causing me to want to do or not do? What is this feeling, this anger or the sadness, what is it causing me to want to do or not do? Oh, this anger is causing me to want to yell at this person. Or this uh, shame is causing me to want to withdraw from the situation. And so each feeling causes you to want to do something or not do something. And the behavior that comes from this feeling is what creates your habit patterns. You experience some emotion, and through that emotion, it creates some feeling within the body, and you react to it. Whether it's aversion or desire, you react. And that reaction is your habit pattern, is the the behavior that is caused by these feelings. The way to break these habit patterns is to interrupt them, is to experience how you feel and then say, well, what is this feeling causing me to want to do or not do? And then at this point is when the mind starts to come into play. The mind says, well, what is the right thing to do? So, for example, let's say that you're having an argument with someone and you're starting to feel angry. And this anger is making you reactive and it's causing you to want to yell at this person. 
But before you yell at this person, you feel this emotion and say, okay, what is this feeling causing me to want to do? And well, it's causing me to want to yell at this person. Then with the mind, think about, well, what is the right thing to do? Well, the right thing is to be kind to this person, to try to show them love in some way. I'm not saying they're right or wrong. This is not important. But to try to express love in some way, try to calm down, try to not be reactive. And then you do this. And this is how you use the mind and the emotions together. You first experience the emotion of how do you feel? And then you try to understand, well, what is this feeling trying to get me to do or not do? Then with the mind, well, what is the right thing to do? It's very difficult because the feeling from the emotions is usually so strong that we're driven to be impulsive. Or we're so disconnected from our emotions, we're driven to be just mental and we miss the understanding of what we're really experiencing and how this habit pattern is forming the decision. So unconsciously, we skip the feeling part and we just go straight to the reactive part in a mental way. And so we are confusing our decision when we say it's a rational mental decision. We're confusing it with a complete decision. And this is why people who focus just on the mind and ignore the emotions and the feelings tend to overthink. They tend to overanalyze things. And then when they make decisions, they feel not so connected to them. It's important to be connected to your decision. So if you're going through a point in your life where you're having difficulty making decisions, examine how well are you connected emotionally to yourself. And my guess is that it's not very good because when we're emotionally connected, we're able to feel what is happening within us and we're able to then use this information to help us make a better decision. Now, if we're being reactive, it's getting in the way. But if we're able to feel something, then we're able to say, okay, I, I think I know what's best for me. Right? If I ask you, what do you want to eat? If you have no feelings, no connection to how you feel, you say, I don't care. It doesn't matter. But if you say, oh, I, I want uh, Italian food and you feel very strongly about it, then it's easy to make a decision. Now, this was a very simplified example, but it's important to understand that when you're having difficulty making decisions, it's because the physical or the uh, emotional connection is missing. And again, drawing this distinction between being reactive and being present, being emotionally aware. This is very important because if you're being reactive, then your life is, is a mess because you're being impulsive. There's no thought going into things. You're just reacting to how you feel and you're making bad decisions. It's important to learn how to become emotionally aware and emotionally present without reacting and then using the mind to then make this conclusion, the neutral mind. Because the mind, when it's not confused or 
influenced so strongly through the emotional impulses is easy to determine what the right thing to do is. However, you need to connect to how you feel to know what it is for you. And we're able to make decisions when we're not so reactive emotionally, right? If you're driving down the road and someone is driving so slow and they're driving bad, they're moving back and forth, you can't pass them, you you start to feel frustrated and you want to just uh, drive into them to move them out of your way, but you don't do it because you know it's it's not the right thing to do mentally and you're not so emotionally driven to do this because the impulse is not so strong. And when you make decisions, if you can become present with the emotions and not reactive to them and then use the mind to say, well, what is the right thing to do? Then it becomes easier. So the first step is to become emotionally present What is going on? What am I experiencing when I think about this decision? And be present with this emotion. Allow it. Then understand, well, what is the impulse of this emotion? What is this emotion trying to get me to do or not do? And this is the part where you start to understand your habit patterns Oh, when I feel this, I always withdraw. Or when I feel this, I tend to yell at people or whatever it is. This is your habit pattern. And if you can catch it in between this experiencing and reacting, you become more emotionally aware and you become more aware of your habit patterns and it's easier then to break them because then you can use the mind and say, okay, the impulse is for me to withdraw from this situation. With the mind, well, what is the right thing to do? Well, it's to not withdraw, to be present and to be kind. And I see this all the time when I'm counseling people. There are people who have difficulty making connections to others. And it's because there's a lot of self-judgment and insecurity because they, they may be in a situation, a social situation, where they're not feeling connected And so as a result, this impulse for them is to withdraw. And they think this is going to make it better for them. This impulse to withdraw is just perpetuating what they don't want to happen. And what they want to happen is to have good connections with people. What they're having difficulty with is connecting to people because they're starting to feel that they don't fit in. And as a result, when they give in to this impulse, they withdraw and they perpetuate the thing they didn't want to happen to happen. And this is how we learn to become emotionally aware is instead of saying, okay, my drive is then to withdraw because I don't feel I'm connecting to these people, they don't like me or whatever it may be. If the impulse is to withdraw, this feeling, we have this feeling of insecurity or self-doubt or shame or whatever it is, And we analyze and say, okay, what what is this feeling causing me to want to do or not do? Well, it's causing me to not want to participate and to withdraw. Then with the mind, what, what is the right thing to do? Well, the right thing to do is to be present and, and try to connect to them, continue to, to connect. Then after this, we start to realize, okay, 
maybe this was all just my imagination because of my insecurities, and you start to feel the connection better. But if you withdraw, you're creating or you're perpetuating this habit pattern. So this is how you need to learn how to be present with the emotions but not be reactive to help you make these decisions that will help you break these habit patterns, but will also help you with life decisions. Whether it's uh, for a partner or a job or some social situation, whatever the decision is, if you're having difficulty, it's because you're not finding the harmony between the emotions and the mind. And the harmony exists when you're experiencing the emotion, being present to it, but not reactive, and then using the mind to say, well, what is the impulse and what is the right thing to do from this, uh, this situation? And then it becomes very easy unless the impulse is so strong that you can't resist it. And this is usually the problem. And this is why people try to separate themselves from their emotions because they don't understand how to separate themselves from the reactive part. And they're afraid that this reaction is going to cause them more pain and more hurt because there's so much judgment to the experiences and the emotions that they caused. So what we're really talking about then is how to make these emotionally thoughtful decisions from the heart. And the proper way to do this is to make these decisions with the clarity of the mind, the awareness of the emotion, and the love of the heart then all the decisions become very easy. In fact, when you can do this, then there's no more deciding because you're doing what is authentic to you, what is best for you because you're removing the impulses. You're understanding the impulses, but you're not reacting to them, and you're using the mind with these feelings, and you're building a better connection to yourself. So if you're having difficulty making decisions and you're overthinking or you're feeling just disconnected from them, the first thing to do is to connect to how you feel. Meditation is a good way to connect to how you feel. There's art therapy to connect to how you feel. You can draw a picture. You can Find some creative outlet where you connect to how you feel internally and manifest this in what you're doing. I mean, you can do this cleaning your house. It doesn't have to be anything spectacular, but you could do this making, uh, cooking dinner. You know, you cook with how you feel. You do things based on how you feel. And we, we talk about this and we say the expression that I did this with love. Well, what does this mean to do something with love? It means that you connected to how you felt and you manifested this into whatever expression you were doing, whether it was cooking dinner or drawing a picture or cleaning the house, whatever it was, you connected to how you feel and then you put this into what you were doing. And we say this is doing it with love and this is creativity, this is self-expression. And if you want to build that connection with yourself, this emotional connection to how you feel, this is a great way to do this. And then you will start to use this 
and making decisions. Because otherwise, if you're being too logical, analytical, and and overthinking, this isn't going to work unless you're doing mathematics. Because you need to learn how to be more connected to what you feel and why you feel it and what this feeling is causing you to want to do or not do and then with the mind what is the right thing to do because whether you're trying to exclude the emotions or not if you're not doing this properly the emotions are having a huge impact because they're unconscious and when you're unconscious to them you don't know why you're doing things you don't know what is it that you should be doing because you're not connected to it. And so this is what you need to examine is this connection. And this is what's going to help you to make these decisions with the clarity of the mind and the awareness of the emotions. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you found this episode helpful. For homework, try to observe where you fall within the spectrum of making decisions. Are you having difficulty making decisions at this point in your life? Do they become just these intellectual exercises that you're having difficulty coming to conclusions because you're overthinking? If this is the case, you need to learn to connect more emotionally? Or are you being emotionally impulsive in reacting without thinking, without observing? Then you need to learn how to become less reactive. If you go to the Facebook group, I will put meditations, one for being less reactive and one for connecting to the emotions, depending on where you fall in these spectrums, they will be helpful for you. You can go to the storyofmepodcast.com for a link to the Facebook group and also the show notes. Please submit your questions for the podcast and connect with the podcast on social media. From the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. <laughs> <laughs>